Hey, Scott Johnson here from Frog Pants at frogpants.com, and you're listening to Alpha Geek Radio. It is my pleasure to introduce our next performer. Uh, we have been a fan of his over the internet for some time, uh, and this is one, actually one of those deals where just sort of because we thought we'd try it, we tweeted him and said, basically, hey, we love your stuff. Would you do our show? And like a fucking idiot, he said yes. Uh, but he is, uh, he's incredibly talented, uh, and we cannot wait to bring him out here for you. Uh, he is uh, officially a Lego master builder. Uh, I believe he uh, generally prefers to be referred to as a Lego artist, and it is uh, absolutely true. Please welcome the very, very talented Nathan Sawaya. around the slides. All right. Hello. So yeah, I'm an artist that works with Lego bricks. And um, who knew I would be at a music and comedy show? But I'm sure there's nothing more you'd all like to do than watch me build with Lego for six hours. So let's get started. Um, um, so that, that pretty much sums up my life. That's me staring at myself in Lego. Um, I've been doing this for a few years now. I, I you know, I, I should stop. I'm sorry. I usually give this talk to a room full of nine-year-olds. Um, so try, try to keep up. So that's my studio. Um, I'm going to go back a little bit and talk about uh, my childhood. Uh, these are my parents. Um, they were very accommodating growing up. They let me have a 36 square foot Lego city, which is where I could just go and explore and be creative. I will pepper my talk with random shots of things I've built over the years. Uh, so I had this Lego city. It was 36 square feet. It was behind the couch in the living room. You know, it made for a good conversation piece, and I could go back there and create, and then if my parents had people that come over, I might be like, <coughs> anyone notice the 36-square-foot uh, Lego city behind the couch? And uh, from time to time, it was, it was a respite for me. But um, and when I turned about 10 years old, I, uh, I decided it was time that I got a dog, and I asked my parents, can I get a dog? And my parents like, you're not getting a dog. So what did I do? I tore down that Lego city, and I built myself my very own life-size Lego dog. Now, it was a bit rectangular, um, very boxy, so I called it a boxer. <laughs> and that was the first moment when I realized, you know, Lego is more than just that, you know, toy in the toy store. It's not about what's on the front of the box. It can be anything. If I wanted to be a magician, I'll build myself a top hat. If I wanted to be a rock star, I'll build myself a guitar. There were no limits. And so I kept exploring that idea, kept creating new and exciting things. And as I got through high school and went to college, I was studying art. And um, you know, I still had Lego bricks. They were, they were in my dorm room. They were there for when I needed them. I don't think my, my roommates even knew I had them. But they were my security blanket. Now, what does a young, budding artist do when they get out of college? Of course. They go to law school. <laughs> and that's what happened to me. There were some societal pressures, we'll call them, maybe parental pressures. But I decided, all right, I guess I'll end up in law school. And I, I became a lawyer, and I was practicing law uh, 
four years in New York City. I was a corporate attorney. Uh, what is more exciting than mergers and acquisitions, really? Um, but I would come home at night, and I would need some sort of creative outlet. Sometimes it was drawing, sometimes it was painting, and sometimes it was sculpting. And I've sculpted out of more traditional media, like clay and wire. I did sculptures out of candy, which is kind of like sculpting out of Lego, um, but more delicious. Um, <laughs> But then one day I thought, well, what about this toy from my childhood? Could I create large-scale sculptures using just Lego bricks? And so I kept exploring that. I put a website together, and uh, brickartist.com. And uh, I, started, I started actually receiving commissions for work where I would get paid to play with the toy. And that was, it was exciting for me. So I would spend a full day at the law firm working, and I would come home at night and spend a full night creating artwork for people all over the world. And I realized there was really something to this. And it was the day my website crashed from too many hits that, all right, it's time to make a change. So I, I walked up to the 42nd floor of the MetLife building in New York City, and I told my boss, I'm done. I'm leaving the law firm to play with bricks. <laughs> and as all bosses are, they, I mean, completely understood what I was talking about and said, of course. Um, most of the partners actually were a bit confused. Uh, my colleagues were a bit jealous, but it was my adventure. I wanted to follow my dream, and, and that was the idea. I opened an art studio in New York City and just started creating full-time, all out of Lego bricks. And uh, this is one of my more famous sculptures. It's a piece called Yellow. And I bring it up because it's become a bit iconic. Um, I call it Yellow because I'm a Coldplay fan and just thought it would work. Um, in fact, now if you Google the word yellow, this actually comes up as one of the first images. It, it's become a bit iconic. I've seen it in so many different places. It's, you know, a lot of people use it for avatars. I've seen it on album covers. I've seen it on book covers. There's a major fashion label that uses it on the back of its jackets. Some of this was done with my permission. <laughs> you remember, I was a lawyer. It's all worked out. <laughs> so from time to time, I take on commission work. Now, this is a great example of a commission piece. This is from the National Marine Corps Museum in Quantico. They wanted to teach kids about history. So what better than an iconic symbol like this? Um, here's another example. When the uh, New York Public Library turned 100 years old, they thought, how can we commemorate this? So I created replicas of the very famous marble lions that sit out in front of the uh, in front of the library. Now, other times I get other interesting commissions. As you can imagine, part of my, the best part of my job, I think, is actually that I get email every day from folks all over asking for requests. Some of those requests included an urn for my dead chihuahua, <laughs> a working air conditioner, <laughs> a life-size nude woman with the head of a cat, now, I actually built one of those three um, <laughs> because I love cats. Um, but from time to time, there's other fun commissions, such as Conan, well, Conan O'Brien. So Conan was ha had a new show coming out, and uh, he thought, what better way to commemorate that than with a life-size bust? And of course, after seeing this, he thought, OK, can you make me a superhero? 
and that was the result. Here's the scale of that thing. Yeah. And then, and then you know, when, when someone sees this, then they want their own, so, you know. <laughs> it goes on. Um, so the serious part of what I do is um, I found that it's important to introduce art to kids. Um, so I have an exhibition, The Art of the Brick, that's currently touring. It's right now in Times Square at the Discovery Times Square Center. And um, what I want to really do, what I focus on, is making sure kids get exposed to the art world. And part of that is bringing in kids and educational groups into the museum and really seeing art through a different way. And that's because it's through a medium they're familiar with. People have Lego at home. They're, it's an accessible art medium. When, when someone goes to a, a museum, they might see a marble statue and they might appreciate it. Very doubtful they'll have a slab of marble they can start chipping away at at home. But people have Lego and so I really try to reach out to kids and make sure they, they have a, a chance to experience art through an accessible medium. I think it's working because I do get emails from parents that say, hey, we went and we saw your exhibition. Uh, the kids loved it. They came home. They started digging out all their Lego bricks. We haven't heard from them in three days. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so a couple other examples. Um, this, is, uh, this is one of my larger sculptures. That's actually me sitting there. And that's a, that's a Tyrannosaurus Rex skeleton that took me an entire summer to build. Um, so I'm going to leave you with this. This little guy here. This is uh, one of my latest projects. Uh, I live in New York City, and I wanted to do street art. So I came up with this guy. I call him Hugman. Now, Hugman is perfect. He can stand around and hug whatever. He hugs trees. He hugs bicycle racks. He hugs bicycle racks. <laughs> and as you can see, people stop. They take a photo. The whole idea is just to really put a smile on people's face. Um, it, 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 it's New York City, so they last a good hour. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, I will leave you with this. Uh, my name is Nathan Sawaya. You can follow me at, at Nathan Sawaya. Uh, but my advice to you is follow your dreams, follow your passion. The worst day as an artist is still better than the best day as a lawyer. Thank you very much. Thank you. Hi, this is Joel Watson from HiJinxAndSue.com. You're listening to Alpha Geek Radio. Godspeed, you fancy bastards.